I'm Shiloh. I'm Amelia. And this is Plead the Belly, a podcast about women and the crimes they commit. Pleading the Belly is a practice from early English common law where women could claim they were pregnant to avoid execution. This podcast contains explicit and disturbing content. Listener discretion is advised. I'm pretty excited about this episode. I'm not going to lie. This was your idea. I mean, that's not the only reason I'm excited. Well, that's a good reason. It's like, you've been talking about doing this for a while, and it's now true. we're finally doing it. It's the it. right time. Did we decide what we were going to call it? You and I had several ideas. So I was thinking miscellane- miscellaneous madams was Ooh, one of them. Ooh, I like that. Or pleading potpourri were my two favorites. Ooh, I like that. I was describing it as like speed dating. To oh, like- yeah speed murdering yeah so i'll just kind of read the blurb i wrote so everyone understands today we're going to format things very differently today we're changing things up a bit as you've heard us talk about all the time oh my god i am not a good writer am i i'm a much better talker i'm gonna tell everyone this when we came in shyla was like you guys i'm so prepared this time i'm so ready this is gonna be great and we're like two minutes in and you're already like you know what Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So as all of you have heard us talking about, there's too many women to cover and no one believes us and that's bullshit. Um, But a lot of these women are really interesting, but we don't have enough information on them to do a full episode. So today we're going to do speed rounds and Amelia and I have each picked three people to talk about and we're each going to get five minutes um, to do so. And we're going to have a timer set and we'll see it could get intense whenever yeah. there's like a countdown i get like you know <laughs> we have no idea how well this is gonna work well, so bear with us it's gonna what do you mean it's gonna be great it's gonna be you can't see but i'm grimacing listeners it's your episode you should at least present it with confidence Woo. um okay so announcements and shout outs um the key f- Keith Ranieri sentence is going to be at the end of September. It's currently for us the beginning of September, but you all aren't going to hear this till October. So watch on the social media. And I haven't talked to Amelia about this yet, but I'm looking at her now. And maybe we'll do like a Patreon thing or something, an update on his sentencing. Yeah. You should tell them who he is because our listeners might not oh. remember who that is. If you don't remember, Keith Ranieri is from the episode about Nexium. And Allison Mack. It was really about Allison Mack, but he was the leader. And that was like the big question. He's the leader of the cult. Of the, the cult slash pyramid scheme that was Nexium. Yes. And you can listen to that episode for more information. But it did feel a little incomplete how we left it. Because we had an idea of her sentencing, but we weren't able to really compare it to his. So that's the only reason we're featuring it. Talking about following up with a, a guy on this. I like that. Yeah um what else do i have we're now on instagram you can follow us plead the belly at instagram i plead the belly instagram is much more popular than my like real life instagram oh i keep getting all these notifications i mean i never post so like it's my own fault okay but (laughs) i mean your self-worth isn't your instagram uh no my self-worth is my tumblr obviously no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) um Check us out on Instagram. And don't forget, we have a Patreon, and that's fun. And then don't forget to leave a review, please. Please. All right. Should we start? Do you have anything no. else to add? You no. don't have anything? Not one no. thing? Not one, not one cotton-picking thing. 
<laughs> Such strong language. Wow. <laughs> that was like, I don't know. Okay, you all, we're going to get into my childhood a little bit. When someone in my childhood said cotton picking, you knew the shit was about to get real. This was not, that's not like play words. We don't. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, do you want to start? Yeah, okay. All right, I'm starting the clock now okay so my first leading lady is ocelin ortega who i picked because i think people have heard of her because this is recent i've never heard of her wait till i tell you the story and then i think you'll i maybe you won't sometimes shiloh's lives under a rock but she murdered two kids she was their nanny and she murdered um her wards so ah uh she used to nanny for a family um the crims in new york city and she lived with her parents. Um, or no, she didn't live there. This is fine. My notes are great. The clock is running, Amelia. Um, so oh, did you just complain about your notes? The <laughs> clock's the running. Time. Thanks. <laughs> okay. She used to nanny for three kids, the Krim kids. Two of them were Lucia and Leo. And then the third one's name was Nessie. So on October 25th, 2012, Marina Krim, the mother, returned with her three-year-old daughter Nessie from the girl's swimming lesson that she had taken her to and then Ortega was with the other two kids they returned to the apartment earlier than scheduled because Ortega had failed to show up at the daughter's ballet lesson at the time that the mom and the nanny had agreed to meet so the mom went home to check on the nanny and the two kids so she goes home and she finds her two children who are young I think they're like eight and ten um stabbed multiple times and they are in the bathtub and it's full of blood oh my god yeah that sounds like a horror movie yeah it's a horror so when the mom went to confront ortega about it she began to stab her own throat with a kitchen knife the mom was stabbing the throat of the nanny the nanny was stabbing her own throat oh how did we know this shiloh just moved the timer closer (laughs) how do we know okay I don't want, well, no, I want you to see it too. So you're not like, oh no. Okay. Uh, how do we know her. what? How do, how do you know she was stabbing her throat? Because the mom saw it. Okay. Wait, the mom saw her. The mom was getting stabbed. No, the mom. <laughs> Hate pronouns. Krim, the mom, uh-huh. walked in when she went to confront Ortega, the nanny, about all of this. Ortega started stabbing herself in the throat. Oh, shit. <laughs> I did not. Oh, my God. Okay. You have two minutes. Two so, minutes and 30 seconds. Go, go, go. You used up, like, one of my minutes making me explain the I sentence again. I helped you clarify. Don't even come at me. So, uh, she, at the time, and at this time, the kids were alive. So, the kids are still alive when the mom got home. By the time the ambulance got there, though, the kids had died. Oh, my God. So, she had to, like, watch her stabbed kids die in the bathtub? Yeah, it's really oh, sad. Oh, that's okay. horrible. Ortega was taken into custody, obviously, and she claimed that she was upset with her employer because Ortega had talked to her employers about needing more hours because she had money trouble because she was trying to move out of an apartment she lived in. And then the mother responded by just saying she could do more housework. So apparently that's her claim for what set Ortega off. It was strange because according to like their doorman and like family, friends and other nannies, Ortega seemed really happy. And she was paid $18 an hour, which seems low, but it's 2012, so maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't know how much nannies make. I'm sorry. I don't either. So in November 2012, Ortega was indicted on two counts of first-degree murder. She pled not guilty, saying using a psychiatric defense and basically saying she had a breakdown. 
at the time and like doesn't remember it. Dude, I've had a few breakdowns. I've never stabbed myself in the throat or children. No, More importantly, you. children. <laughs> and then in 2018, she was found guilty of first degree murder and second degree murder. That's it. Wow, you did good. You had one minute and you have a minute left. Woo woo. Okay. That's it. It's sad. I just want to say, how do you stab yourself in the throat? That's my follow-up. Now we're in follow-up mode. How do you stab yourself in the throat? I don't know. What do you mean how? You just... Well, no. I I know physically how, but like... Well, so that... So she lived through that? Yeah. I mean, she didn't stab herself well, I guess. I feel like that's a good reason for her mental defense to have worked. Honestly. Like, because I can't imagine a sane person... I don't know. Is it? There's not. Again, the reason one of the reasons we picked her is because there's not about not a lot about this woman, right? But I'm saying just from like, cons- yeah, like my oh my god perspective. Yeah, I don't know if she was trying to commit suicide when she was caught. I mean, that would be my guess. But yeah, there's not a lot. There's not a lot. And again, this is recent. Like she was, she was sentenced last year. I just have like this like campy horror story in my mind the man right now. Did it? Like she's almost like animatronic just like stabbing herself in the throat like, we can add her to the wax museum no 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 no. okay all right my turn you have to start the timer i'm i'm gonna hit the button start the timer I'll... you hit the button if it's your turn Go. i'll hit it okay <laughs> my first pick is claudia ocha felix and everything I'm about to talk about is alleged stuff. We don't have any, like, she hasn't been convicted or anything like that. The reason I picked her is because she is pretty much labeled the Kim Kardashian lookalike who holds onto a pink AK-47. Um, we had escaped the Kardashians. Nope, never. <laughs> and, and she is part of a killing squad that uh, works for the Sinaloa cartel. So there's a lot there that's wow. worth talking about so her group is called the Los antrex and they are a murdering squad used by the sinaloa cartel as i said um and she allegedly is their leader at 27 years old because her boyfriend who what um, country is this mexico okay because it's the sinaloa cartel in mexico I don't know any of the cartel names. I could take a Sharpie and circle it on a map for you. Mexico. But um, Sharpie. I wanted to say Sharpie. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Whatever. Use How your, does your use time your go time. slower than mine? Use your time making fun of me. That's fine, Shiloh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so her boyfriend was put in prison because obviously he's a killer squad person. And then she was made the not the new leader. They call her the Empress of Antrex. Um, what year is this? It is in 2014 that he was put in prison. Okay, so it's recent. But more recently, like, an article that followed up with it is, like, following up. So she was posting on Instagram. She seriously does look like Kim Kardashian. Um, especially, like, with an Instagram filter, of course. But there's all these pictures of her on Instagram where she would, like, post her children and stuff or be, like, surrounded by guards with with big guns and she'd be just holding her pink AK-47 and all this, but she denies everything. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, trying to like figure out like, is she like, obviously she's going to deny it, but, um, some people think that her AK-7 was made pink to emulate Kim K, which is funny. (laughs) 
I think I think it's funny. Um, <laughs> um, and so one of the reasons people think that she definitely is connected to this group because there was like an assassination attempt, but they killed the wrong person. It was another person that looked like her. So there's like three Kim K's. Oh my God. Or something. And then they're like, oh yeah, why would someone put a hit on someone who looks like you unless it's you? But she denies that too. And then. Wait, uh, they killed someone who looked like her because they thought it was her. Not that her group killed the wrong person. It was. No, it wasn't her group. It was someone trying to kill her. Gotcha. And she's so like, she's so secretive about everything. And I tried to get on her Instagram and it's private now, but people had like put up these photos or whatever and she but she claims that these were cloned and the photos are faked and it's not really her and i'm just like but some if it's cloned i i just like how do you fake this all those photos i don't know like you can fake photos obviously but like i don't know so she's been under investigation but then um her media her social media accounts have been taken down and she says she's working with the Mexican authorities to uncover who the real person is. Mm. But she said that. <laughs> so I don't trust her. I don't trust this at all. Because I want to see what she looks like. Well, you'll see on the things. Man, I'm at like a minute too. We're doing good. We could have done four minute speed rounds. Yeah. But what was funny. So wait, she is in jail? No. Because oh, there's no. She's working with the government? Does the government believe her? Well, I guess so. It's, she's working with the authorities because she's to the pretty. She, yeah, maybe. But you, why are you, you can't just hate someone because they're pretty. I don't, I mean, I can hate someone because they run a cartel I'm just in saying Mexico. We don't know enough about this, which is the point of the episode. Like, we don't know enough about this because she's so secretive. And all we really have to go on is her Instagram account, mm. which is now private. But, like, the, all we, you know, and we know that her boyfriend was a part of this group and was put in jail. So, I don't know. But then it's like, if she works with the Mexican authorities, which Mexican authorities? Because everything's corrupt as shit right now because of all the stuff going on down there. You're not wrong. I'm not. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's switch over. Are you ready? Okay. Set, go. Okay, so this one's really sad. <laughs> no! So I'm sorry. God damn it. I didn't mean to pick sad ones. I really wanted to pick some that would be funny, and then I didn't at all. Well, it's so- good. So this one, I think we could have done a whole episode on them, but it's a man and a woman duo. So that's one of the reasons that I thought it did better in a potpourri. But so this is Fred and Rose West. And I think if you don't live in the U.S., you've probably heard of them. If you live in Britain, which is where they're from, they're a really famous serial killer uh, wedded couple. So in 1969, Rose was 15. She met Fred and he was 27. And at first she was like, oh, you're kind of old and gross and I don't want to date you. And then she started dating him and she got pregnant at 16. She, he went to jail for a short time and she cared for his, two of his kids and then her baby. And this is the first time that she murdered someone. She murdered one of Fred's kids, Charmaine. You say like the first time, like, oh, it's like my first time riding an airplane. Cute. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) baby's first murder um when so this is obviously this is his kid with another woman so she murdered Charmaine who was I think 11 at the time pretty young and when he got out of prison the two of them buried the body together 
And then when Charmaine's mother came to look for her daughter, they also killed her. She uh, rose sexually abused her younger brother and all of Fred's kids. Uh, I told you it was a sad story. Horrible. Um, so after murdering Charmaine, she Rose became a prostitute and started sleeping with her father and other men in her family for money. Yep. But and okay. she forced Fred's kids to be prostitutes as well. Oh my god! And made them sleep with her father and with Fred. Ah, yeah. You really went down the sick. Hole. I know. <laughs> I didn't Jesus know it Christ. was this bad. I thought she was just a serial killer. <laughs> um. So they. That was their first. So their first murder was Charmaine. And then the second murder was her mother, Charmaine's mom. And they stored her her body in a cellar. I don't know why. This seems bad. Then they killed Shirley Robinson, who I think was a neighbor. I couldn't find much about her. But they murdered her and then dismembered her. And then they removed a fetus that had been growing in Mrs. Robinson. Uh, Then they killed... Like as like... Like a a womb raider type of situation. Yeah, it wasn't like a viable fetus though. It was like just to do it, like yeah. just for fun. Yeah, just for keeps. Yeah, gross. They also had a thing about cutting off feet. They like mm. to cut off people's feet. Yeah. Um. And then they killed Heather, who was Fred's other daughter. And this is 1987. Now they dismembered her body and placed it under the patio. They killed at least eight other women who. Um, came to stay at their place as lodgers or employees. They ran like a small B&B kind of thing. Oh my god. This feels like a lot of themes we've covered all mashed into yeah. one. Like the basement, the the like kill you at the hotel, wax museum kind of thing. Yeah, it's gross. So they killed um, Linda Gow, Carol Ann Cooper, Lucy Parrington. Um, Lucy Parrington, they held her captor held her captive for a week over the new year where they raped and tortured her together and mm. then killed her and then they killed five more women from 1974 to 1979 and to cover up all of these burials so the two of them would do it together but then fred would be the one to like kind of get rid of the bodies so he would just always pretend he was doing home improvement and like just constant home improvement things so in 1992 Fred was arrested for um, accused, being accused of raping his 13-year-old daughter. And Rose was arrested for child cruelty. And she denied all of it. Obviously. She denied all of it and said it was her husband. Um, he So, also, this is important. Not arrested for the murders at this time. They're mm-hmm. just arrested for child cruelty, which is disgusting and terrible. And, like, I'm glad they're arrested for that. But they weren't arrested for the murders for a while. Wow. So... He, so Fred then 30 seconds. committed suicide by hanging himself in 1995. She went to trial in November of 1995. She was found guilty of all 10 murders and now serves life in prison. Yeah, that seems right. That's disgusting. It's Holy fuck, Amelia. Sad. That I, was, oh my God. You picked some I, nasty stuff. I got into it. And I was like, I thought they just killed people. Mine are all like cute gun. Yours is like got like oh real my god it got real real fast oh <laughs> i was my like god. really unhappy about my choice i regret my decision uh how do i make it stop beeping got it wow oh my gosh i know i just like need a minute to like 
It was sad. Again, I thought it was just because, like, one of the reasons I didn't want to do her for the podcast is because I was like, oh, she did it with her husband, and that's, like, a little outside of our scope. And then looking into it, I was like, I don't want to do this because it's, like, making me really unhappy. Yeah. Okay. Well, should we um, switch gears into something a little more lighthearted? Yeah, that'd be great. (laughs) That'd be super. So, my second pick is Winona Ryder. Yes. I love Winona Ryder. (laughs) I love her, too. And I, this just, I'm really glad I picked her after hearing that, because now we can just, she didn't kill anybody. She just, it's so minor and cute. It's almost cute. It is kind of cute. Like, after that, no, it's cute. She's really bounced back, which I admire her for. For sure. So, a little background on Winona Ryder that we probably know, but some of us might not, is she grew up in a commune. So oh, I didn't know that. Her whole life is really strange, actually. Oh. She grew up in, like, a commune cult thing, um, but claims she didn't really do any drugs because everyone was so open about drugs that she was like, cool, so you could freak out. Thanks. Like, they didn't... She was like, there was no mystery for me <laughs> because everyone just told me and did it around me. So I didn't really need the experimentation or whatever. Okay. So then at some point she ended up moving somewhere and becoming really quickly a Hollywood star, which we all know. Because she was young when she was in like Beetlejuice and the Heathers Very and young. stuff. Yeah. I don't even know if that's her first stuff. But. No, she started really young. I mean, she was in a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean... I always, like, forget, and then they're like, oh, yeah, and then this, and then Little Women, and then Edward Scissor's oh, yeah. Hands. Yeah, see? She was in everything she was, for a while. She was in everything, and that's what kind of, I think, um, and then she just kind of had a breakdown, I think. Mm. That's mm. what I think. Well, that's what she said, and I believe her because I love her. Child actors, man. It's <laughs> not easy. <laughs> um, so, in 2001, Winona Ryder stole 5500 dollars worth of merchandise from a Saks Fifth Avenue in Beverly Hills. Oh, that's more than I thought. Would yeah. I don't know what the criteria for grand theft is, but I feel like that's pretty close. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Um either way, so much less worse than Yeah, than like prostituting murder and, rape and, and raping and your prostit- children. Yeah. And, yeah. Ronna's doing great. Still com- Unlike the spectrum of our people, <laughs> she's over with Martha Stewart. What I mean, like cute. Cute. <laughs> So she stole from this Saks Fifth Avenue in Beverly Hills. And if you go online, you can see um, the video of this happening. And it's kind of funny. Oh, really? It's, it's like, like so she's bad. trying to get caught. Oh. She's just loading up her arms full of stuff and just walks right out. Like, oh. um, So everyone was like, but why would she do this? She's on top of the world. And she said she was um, psychologically this is her quote. Psychologically, it must have been a place where I just wanted to stop. I don't get into what happened, but it wasn't what people think. I think it was what people think. You stole from, and then you got but caught. Yeah. Yeah. But I think she just got wrapped up in the whole Hollywood thing and just needed a way out and couldn't really, instead of just being like, I need a break, was like, I got an idea. Didn't know how to ask I'll for just help. like, exactly. Um um, so she's been, since then, she's been pretty open about her struggle with mental illness and had been an advocate. She did a Diane Sawyer interview about it um, and has just been trying to be an advocate for women in mental health. Um, and she was like, she thought her depression could make her a better actress Aww. and that she needed to be tor- like a tortured art- artist to be good at her job, which we all know is just a terrible mentality around like yeah. artists. And 
it's also like not true at all um her trial was bizarre and weird and i'm not gonna get into it but it was like it just the whole every piece of this felt very hollywood like it almost felt like i don't know she was convicted and got and was sentenced to community service and then later she did a sketch on snl which is actually pretty funny where she, her like main quote is no stealing is bad <laughs> which is really to link that. and then her what year was she caught stealing 2001 oh that's a long time ago. yeah we'll link it um and then now we all know she's on stranger things and Yay. it's great and i love her in stranger things i hope she's like doing better with it because i like her a lot me too and i'd hate to see her this podcast supports Winona Ryder. You know what I didn't look up is whether or not she's allowed to go back to Saks Fifth Avenue. Oh. Wait, what was her punishment? Community service. Oh, she didn't go to jail. No, because she's rich and famous. Because she's rich and white. Obviously, if anyone else had done that, they would have done jail time. I mean, like, I'm happy. I feel like she is doing better, but, like, also. Yeah. I kind of, <laughs> she kind of gets the Hollywood pass where she can be like, oops, sorry, I want to advocate for mental health instead of being like, oh, I did something really, like, yeah. you know what I mean? But, you know, I'm giving her that pass too. I'm being biased yeah. because I like when she's writer. really sweet. She's sweet and fun to watch. That was perfect. Yeah. That was <clears throat> a perfect time. Now I know how to turn off the timer too. Okay, I don't know if I even want to hear your third one. Well, my third one isn't very good. Remember? I told you that I didn't find much. Okay. But I don't even know if I want to hear it after this last one. No, it's one. better. You Just promise? Hit me. If you promise no more children get raped, then I'll I let promise. you talk. Okay, so the third person I picked was Mary Frances Crichton. And in my notes, I literally just wrote nope. Because there's jack shit on her. So what I wanted to do is I'm going to read <laughs> the one pair. So That's funny. The way we found some of these is at some point... As you start Googling murderers and stuff, your search history is like, would you like to look up these other murderers? Yep. Um, so I think I found her through that. And I was like, I think I read her Wikipedia article and I was like, oh, cool. This seems good. I'm sure I can find more. Uh-huh. I couldn't find more. But this Wikipedia article about her is one paragraph and I want to read it because I think it's funny. Okay. Because there's a lot crammed into it. So it says... Mary Frances Crichton was a housewife who, along with Everett Av- Applegate, this doesn't have any links, by the way. I don't know who Everett Applegate is. Who, along with Everett Applegate, a 36-year-old American Legion official, was executed in Sing Sing's prison's electric chair, Old Sparky. Oh, my. Yep. For the poisoning of Applegate's wife, Ada, in Baldwin, New York, on September 27, 1935. She passed out before the execution and was executed in an unconscious state. There's what? a story there. She helped someone murder their wife in, and it sounds like the, there was two women married in the 1930s. I'm going to propose that we need to follow up with this with deeper research. Okay. I um, read like, I mean, I know that this isn't like verifiable. I read like the first page of the wiki, of the search results in Google, which yeah. I never go past the first page anyway. Oh, I always <laughs> click three. Oh, he's researched much harder <laughs> than that. It's always like what's on the third page of Google and that's how I that yeah. explains But yes, yeah, she she helped poison someone else's wife. Why? I don't know. Who who was Where this did this happen? Uh like where, when, why? New how? York. It says New, New York. York in nineteen thirty five. Okay. So So also her picture is really good and I'm gonna show Shiloh. Oh damn. She looks very upset that she got caught yeah she just looks up she just looks upset um so 
I think that this is an interesting one because I think that this is a good example of why we do this podcast. I have a scientific question. All right. I didn't mean to cut you off. How do you pass out that you don't feel being electrocuted? I don't think it said that. It just said she was electrocuted in an unconscious state. Because she passed out before? I think she got scared and passed out. Okay. I don't... I mean, like, I don't know if she woke up while she was being electrocuted. Also, like, somewhere... Because I was reading another one. She was, like, the second woman electrocuted. So, like, I feel like just poisoning someone shouldn't... I don't yeah. know. Like it's if you if if executing women if electrocuting women was this rare, how did her poisoning someone warrant her being sentenced to death? I have a lot of questions. Yeah, and no answers. So you were saying like this is why we do this podcast. Yeah, this is why I think we do this podcast because this is an interesting case and there's little to no information on it, and that's really frustrating for me. And I think largely because it's women. And people didn't report on women murderers and all of this stuff. I would say so. I think mediocre male murderers get a lot more uh, information. And I think we can see that just like in our research, a lot of the things we pick are kind of weird and kind of extreme. It's kind of hard. We don't really have like we have a bunch of like other things but we don't have all the reporting around it you know what i mean so it's kind of interesting but i do feel like we're not exactly investigative journalists we pretty much um are surface researchers because we work jobs um but i feel like maybe we should put this one on a list and give it a shot of like getting into some government records and seeing what we can piece together because 1935 is way more recent than a lot of our other ones yeah all things considered like there's like articles there should well okay so i also tried to read a couple articles but they're all let me whatever like where it's a picture from a newspaper and they all got cut off like the ones i found like had the headline and then kind of this paragraph Mm. but then the rest of the article wasn't there i kind of want to hit the library on this one it's so bizarre that wikipedia like it's so that's a lot in one paragraph yeah and there's no reason we can't put together what happened here all right you guys well no there are reasons we're putting on our we're putting on our homes hats i may or may not be making false promises here but I just feel like we need to hit the library a little bit. I'm real curious about it. Holy fuck. Yeah. That's a big story that we don't have. This is how we get famous. No, I don't (laughs) think it's going to make us famous. (laughs) Not with that attitude. Oh. I'm sorry. All right. Oh, you have to hit dismiss up here. It's going to yell at you still. All right. All right. So those are my three. We've got one more from Shiloh. <sighs> I'll start when you hit the button. Oh. Boop. So for my third choice, I am picking vampires. And this one's <laughs> a little weird. Are we covering Bella Swan? Who's that? From Twilight? Oh, right. That was like a solid reference. Yeah, but I didn't, like, watch the Twilight movies. Um. Well, I mean, I watched them, but not, like, sober. Um, so <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so we're talking about vampires. So I'm just going to straight up start this out by I don't know a whole lot about New Zealand culture. <laughs> Especially New Zealand vampires. Yeah, but there was an epidemic of people biting each other in northern New Zealand. And here's the thing. It when? said, like... Huh? When? 
I just in 2016. Oh. Isn't that when we had our clown epidemic? <gasps> like America was at the clown epidemic. <laughs> yeah, it is wow. actually pretty oh. close to that. Dude, drawing lines. I have to, I'm, I'm drawing on a time, lines. I'm on the timer here, but we should talk about clowns one day. That was weird. And anyway, oh, I have some weird. personal stories actually. Um anyway, so the I was like, oh my god, there's all these vampire Okay, this is clickbait. You guys, this is what happened. <laughs> I clickbait on vampires and I had seen as a child on like CSI or some fictional bullshit TV that people would like file their nails and then go or their their teeth and then go and bite people or whatever and i was like oh maybe this is like a vampire cult because those are actually yeah that's like a not not real and so i was like okay but really it's just like three unrelated incidences where people just bit each other all like in the same region like on the (laughs) neck there is like one was a domestic disturbance that's weirder that's weirder i do think so one was a domestic disturbance um where okay go ahead one, you go and then I'll ask. one was a domestic disturbance and then they got in a fight and they're like i know i'm gonna bite your neck another one was basically another is it the wife biting the husband are all of these no bites women? these are like so the one was i don't know the first one i don't know it just said domestic disturbance the second one was someone was in a fight with this woman's brother and so she bit them and they're all women i think she bit the brother she bit the guy the brother was fighting with oh that's all it said. Like, that's all the information I have on that. And then the third one, I don't remember. It was like a bar fight or something. So I was like researching. I was like, okay, I need to get some names. I need to see who's convicted or whatever. And I came up with some names only to realize it's another unrelated <laughs> circumstance from 2010, six years earlier. Okay, if any of our listeners live in New Zealand... Can you please let us know what this is about? I don't know. It's just a lot of people biting each other. Um. So, yeah. So, in the 2010 thing was also very strange because what happened was they were at this bar and a man, it says, a man was bitten by three people um, in, in, a, in a bar in Wellington. Wait, bitten by three people? Yeah, three wow. people. It was two men and one woman. Oh. Okay, so this one we have more details. That's why I'm sharing it. We have some more details. This was the this was the prequel. This was six so this years is earlier. Before the three you just told us about. Yeah, because okay. I couldn't find any more information on those three. Uh, and I thought I thought that this was related to it, and then I realized that the dates didn't even match up. But it was all in the same area, so I thought, oh yeah, this is the same thing. Oh my god. Um. So they had, they were charged. Um, and there was the the man was 22 years old and the woman Zena uh, Gregorina Ike Borchevsky was 19 and they were charged with this and I can't I didn't really find what they were if they got any kind of sentence but basically Brooks admitted biting a man but he didn't think he would like puncture the flesh and his and his whole thing was Brooks was the guy. I didn't yeah. think I introduced him. His whole thing was, do I look like a vampire? And then the photo of him is like some 90s punk kid with, I was like, yeah, you. Wait, you, his defense is that is. Yeah. I, He's like, do I look like a vampire? But Borchikovetsky. I don't say that often enough. The woman, um, she got bail, but her condition, this is just so weird. Her conditions were relaxed because um, they didn't want her to have a, a curfew so she could have do activities such as attend her dance class and visit her friends and i was just like we live in a totally different (laughs) criminal justice system than the rest of the world in america that would have been like no 
and I oh was, my god and it was just kind of like and then the statements were so weird they're like oh my guess she just started hanging out with the wrong group or whatever and i was just Do like you know how old they are um they were 22 and 19 at the time and the third guy was like on the run they weren't able to find him oh did i just get timed out you did oh okay well i mean you can finish though. it's it's our show we can do whatever we want <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i just thought it was so bizarre and it's just like i don't know it was super clickbaity so it's not real vampires because none of them i feel like to be a real like vampire you have to be in like a vampire cult and actually like file your teeth are which we, people do are we gonna say that vampires don't exist can we i mean a real vampire <laughs> like well but people do that to look okay. like vampires to con- to consider yourself a real vampire but they're not real vampires they're no. not like gonna live forever no and- they're not like mythical vampires but it's kind of like witches like you have it's not like witches like tv it's witches like this other like, like idea yeah like this other idea of okay. thought it's not like they're yeah. going off on brooms but they're like participating in okay. these rituals and stuff but yeah these people were not part of a larger vampire group right they were just biters <laughs> What an odd... Just a bunch of New Zealand biters. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. I'm not, like, afraid of New Zealand because of it. <laughs> no? <laughs> I hope. Huh. I don't know. It was just bizarre that it's all of these happen in North New Zealand. That's, that weird. that's what I find bizarre. So, you guys should let us know if you liked this episode or not and what you thought of this format. Because... I we have enough women to probably do this at least once more, and I'm sure we'll uncover more of them. Oh, definitely. Research. Um, I thought it was fun. fun. I didn't know how that would go, and I I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and also just let us know what you think in general on Instagram or Twitter or email or Patreon and our reviews. You can always review us. Yeah. Are we good? Uh huh. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. We're finally recording. That was something. That was fun. That was something. It's been a while since we've had a rough, rough start. You know, at work, there's a lot of people who are like, I think computers are just magic. I think that just hates me. All this. And I'm like, no, it's literally just like a system and you just have to figure out where it's broken and fix it. But this time I'm like, I don't know how that happened. And because we had a weird setting that was like unsetting unsetting <laughs> i don't know i'm with you i don't know who knew that you could like disable it like deep in your security settings whether or not microphones could work what a poor feature with your audio what a stupid thing to add i'm sure there's there's a reason for it there's always a reason for it whether or not it's a good reason that's another thing <laughs>